Welcome to Live Long and Dad. It is Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving at 8 o'clock p.m. So, uh, last night, 2 a.m., uh, Cade wakes up and not crying, but making noises in his swing. And I'm on the couch and I think to myself, okay, come on, Cade, you can get back to sleep. And in the past, he has. Mm-hmm. And he's woken me up, making noise, and then uh, he, he puts himself back to sleep. Uh, less than 20 seconds after making the noise, I hear a thud. Dude flipped out of the swing, lying on the floor. I get up, and I'm kind of dazed. I think he was at the foot of the swing, but that I don't know how he could do that. He's a good kicker, but so yeah, he's on the floor, dazed and crying. He's fine, uh, but can't do the swing anymore. And that's been the only way he will sleep. So today, Heidi put the crib that was in the bed, our bedroom into Cece's room. So we've got two cribs in there. Heidi gave it a shot with putting him in there. Got him mostly asleep on me. Tried to put him on his tummy in the crib. And immediately starts crying. Wakes Cece up. So I guess we'll try the pack and play out here. He's taken one successful nap in there. Um, so I'm kind of dreading tonight. Last night sucked too, so that was at 2 o'clock, Kid did that, and then I was kind of wired and uncomfortable on the couch, and so I was having trouble getting to sleep, and then at 3 o'clock, James had a nightmare and was screaming, so I had to get up and go deal with that, and again, I come back out, I'm paranoid about Kid in the swing, and uncomfortable, and then Cece was awake, so I was awake from like 2 to 4.30, and now we have this new adventure of Cade in the pack and play. And yep, uh, hopefully the other times we've tried crying it out, he's barfed. Um, I'm hoping that doesn't happen because if he barfs in the pack and play, then next option is the crib. And if he cries there, then he wakes Cece up, and we got two crying babies. And if he barfs in there, then he's got to sleep on me all night. <coughs> um, so the jig is up with the swing, and time for Mr. Cade to figure it out. Um, he's still... I know he can roll, because there have been a couple times, like, I put him down, and I do dishes... And I look down and he's flipped. He's in a different position. But, like, if you put him on his back, he'll either be happy or sad. But if he's sad, he doesn't try and flip. He doesn't try and change his situation. And same thing on the tummy. He's just like, I'm a turtle. Help me. Um, But... 
He has very good neck control, so we're not worried about the whole, like, smothering himself on his tummy. Um, I just want a decent night's sleep. And I want to be in bed. Um, you know, I, I haven't been doing the twice-a-week in-bed thing because I, you know, it's weighing do I want to go and get a good night's sleep in bed and then have Heidi be super crabby and pissy the next day or do I want to take the brunt of everything and get less sleep and have in theory a happier wife and you know with this whole postpartum thing I'm still on edge and so uh last Wednesday and Saturday when those were my nights to be in bed I I stayed out here and uh, that's been a good thing because like last night was really crappy Heidi would not have handled that well if uh, all that happened on her watch so and today was kind of a crappy day because Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Heidi is never a, a very pleasant person when it comes to clean, having to clean the house for an event. And that I understand, but uh, she went and bought this big cabinet thing to put in the kitchen to store stuff so it's not such a cluttered mess in the kitchen. And she spent the whole second half of the day putting that together. And I had grandma and grandpa over, so I was able to get my e-site work done. And then uh, yeah, the rest of the day slipped away pretty quickly. Uh, boy, the babies were cranky from like 5.30 to 7. Cade was crying a bunch, so that frayed my nerves. And poor little James. <laughs> Heidi wonders if... Like tonight at like 6.50, babies have been crying for 20 or 30 minutes. And James is like, hey, can I have some daddy time? And Heidi's like, dude, you're just saying that to be able to whine and complain. Maybe. Uh, I'm like, well, James, what am, I, uh, what am I in the middle of? And he points to the babies. I'm like, yeah, two crying babies. You know I would love to have daddy time with you, but I can't right now. And you know what? When I got home from the walk at 5.30, you were playing the iPad with Grandma. And you did that for about a half hour while I sat there with the babies. If you really wanted daddy time, that would have been the time to do it. But you chose iPad time, and now it's baby bedtime. But it still breaks my heart to say no to daddy time. <sighs> um... It, you know, the, it's only going to get easier as the babies get older, but uh, still tough um, for the time being. And uh, let's see. We went on a bike ride with a seven-year-old girl, a neighbor down the street, and we went on a bike ride with her, and she and James are super cute together. And they ran around his, quote, rainforest, the little grassy and tree area of the neighborhood school, 
and they brought all a bunch of rocks and twigs over to a little wall to make it even more rainforesty, and that was cute. And uh, nice to see some social interaction with a couple of kids. Um, man, I wish there were sports right now for James because his his running with his cerebral palsy. Uh, just to refresh the memories of some of you, um, he's got mild cerebral palsy, and that manifests as like stiffness in the legs. So. Uh, up until like recently, he, when he'd run, it kind of looked like a toddler run, even though he's five. And uh, doesn't have a ton of strength in his legs. Um, but the other day at his rainforest at the front of the school, he was running pretty darn good. I mean, certainly not as fast as his peers, but his form, it didn't look like a toddler. And... I wish if, if there were sports going on right now, he'd probably be a lot better, too. Uh, we did T-ball in March and February, but we only got three games in until the pandemic canceled everything. So that's a bummer. Um, and, you know, <laughs> oh boy, was T-ball... Uh, <laughs> You know, Jamesy has uh, no skills. And, but I think he was having fun. And uh, if there's T-ball next spring, uh, it, it would have been the next step up, though. But I, th I think he can do T-ball at a different park. Um, uh, he's such a sweet kid. I just want him to have no limitations and not be self-conscious about anything and doctors have said that as he puts on more weight that'll uh, stretch out his muscles more because um, and by the time he's in high school and a teenager he'll, he might not have any uh, effects from the cerebral palsy so that'd be cool um it, it's the, being the five-year age gap between the babies and him it's good in that uh, he can help and he is a great helper 80, 85% of the time he drops what he's doing and is happy to help with the babies um, and like this morning Heidi was doing stuff around the house so it's me and the three kids and I'm like okay James it's baby nap time I'm gonna put Cece down in the crib okay now I'm gonna get Cade to fall asleep on me and he was uh, I got him this little like it's a little board with holes in it and it has different colored screws and a little drill gun to screw and you can make art like that and he was doing that in his room and he'd been doing that for like 10 minutes I'm like are you good buddy He's like, I'm a little lonely. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm going to be out here with a nap. Being baby, you can come out and join me to watch TV whenever you want. Um, while you're in here, do you want me to put on some songs on the Amazon thing? And he's like, sure. But uh, today, Amazon Web Services is down. So all of my Amazon devices were 
acting iffy and that affected some stuff at eSite and that affected uh, some stuff here on the Anchor Podcasts and uh, so no music for James um, but he, you know, he, he tries his best to be uh, self sufficient or um, but after being an only child for five years it's a tough transition to now being third fiddle to two twins and uh, you know, I just have to keep reminding him I, dude I would love to have daddy time with you and uh, that when the grandparents come over especially my mom he wants to play with her and I just have to keep reminding him hey if you want daddy time that's the, grandma can hold a baby and I will play with you but you know when you choose grandma then that leaves me to hold a baby um and then you know when I can I can bring a baby in his room and do something with him and keep an eye on a baby um but you know way too often it's me and two babies and just not much I can do with a little five-year-old. Um, Thanksgiving tomorrow, it will be uh, my mom, Heidi's parents, Heidi's sister, and uh, Heidi's friend and sister's friend, one, one lady. Uh, her mom is in a convalescence home, so with COVID, she can't go celebrate with her, so she's coming over and joining us. And, uh, it's a little weird for me, um, but Heidi's sister says, oh, she, she hasn't gone anywhere. Okay. Um, I'm bummed. The Steelers were supposed to play at five o'clock tomorrow, so I was super excited. I'm like, there's gonna be three grandparents and an auntie and this other girl and, and mama, I can watch the Steeler game in peace, and that's plenty of adults to handle three kids. Well, the freaking Baltimore Ravens got COVID, and the NFL today announced the Steeler game is postponed until Sunday at 1. Gosh, dang it. I was really looking forward to, like, just sitting there and watching a football game. And the Steelers are undefeated, 10-0. The Ravens just played a tough game against Tennessee and lost in overtime. So they're going to be demoralized. They're tired. The Steelers beat the heck out of the Jacksonville Jaguars and got a rest in the last quarter of the game. So giving them an extra few days stinks. And three weeks ago, the 49ers had several injuries plus several COVID, and the NFL made them play. And so it's kind of fishy that well, why are you giving the Ravens these extra days? Screw that. And earlier in the season, the Steelers were supposed to play the Titans in week four. The Titans got COVID. And so the NFL said, okay, Steelers, you get your bye week, the off week, uh, week four. And then you'll play the Titans in week seven, when your bye week was supposed to be. And that stinks because... You want your bye week when everybody's tired and beaten up in the middle of the season, not early on. So the Steelers were like, oh, okay, well, 
you know, at least we play on Thanksgiving and we don't play for like 10 days after that. So we can rest on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then start practicing again on Tuesday. Now they can't because the game's on Sunday. So I'm pissed. Steelers fans are pissed. Screw the Ravens. Can't handle your COVID business. Wear a god dang mask, bunch of stupid ravens. Um, yeah. And then, uh, so Grandma and James went to Franklin Canyon today, which is a little nature area in the hills. And James was like, yeah, and you, Daddy, I want you to come. I'm like, oh, buddy, well, I gotta stay here and work for Eastside and help Mama work on the house. He's like, oh, but I have a surprise for you there. I'm like, oh, well, what is it? Oh, there are turtles, and there's a little pond with a bunch of turtles in it. Ah, breaking my heart. I'm like, well, okay, well, maybe maybe Saturday Grandma can watch the babies and you, me, and Mama can have a date at Franklin Canyon. He said, that'd be, right, that'd be fine. Ah, I don't like having to say no to James. I'm, you know in those circumstances. I'm fine with, hey, Daddy, can I have a Sprite? No. Hey, Daddy, can I have a... No. no. Hey, can I have this toy? No. But, you know, something... Hey, Daddy, can I spend time with you? Hey, Daddy, can I play with you? Having to say no to that stuff is just really tough. And these babies are teething like crazy. Cece's tooth is like in a good amount. It's not just like peeking through the gums anymore. She bit me today and I was like, aye. And, uh, let's see, somebody's coming out. Heidi and James are in the bedroom having some mama time and getting ready for bedtime routine. I'm glad they get some time together. They've been pillow fighting a lot lately. That's nice. Um, let's see. What else? Um, hmm, I don't know. Uh, I'm enjoying the fall weather. It's been in the 60s and low 70s. And the leaves are starting to fall and orange... Uh, don't really get seasons here in Los Angeles. It goes from <laughs> hot to cool, and that's pretty much it. There is no real winter. Um, Cade's asleep, but he's uh, not gonna stay asleep when we put him in that damn pack and play. Um, have not watched the last episode of Discovery. Still on the on. I finished episode one of Mandalorian. Um, lots of Black Friday deals in the iTunes store for TV shows. I check that every Tuesday. And uh, X Files for thirty nine bucks, eleven seasons, and both movies. I mean that's a hell of a deal. Um, Office is twenty nine dollars for what was that nine seasons. Um, what else? Um, I picked up Burn Notice for $29. That was 
seven seasons, I think, and I liked that show a lot. It was, uh, I mean, anything with Bruce Campbell is good. Um, but I enjoyed that show. Stopped. Why I never watched it religiously, but uh, used to back when I watched TV. Um, so that's worth checking out if you purchase digital stuff. Um, I'd sure love some vert or digital seasons of uh, The Simpsons. And yes, I own Disney Plus or pay Disney Plus or anything, and they have Simpsons. Seasons three through eight of The Simpsons are gold, and then it goes downhill. I, it's, are they on season thirty-one now? It's crazy. Did you know uh, Edna Krabappel and Flanders apparently were a couple before the actress that does Krabappel died? So poor Flanders, <laughs> Maud died, and then Krabappel died. Um, oh, but you give me like season. Four Simpsons. I can watch that stuff over and over again. It used to be on reruns here in Los Angeles at 6.30 and 7.30 on Fox. And that was just like... That was must-see TV. That was always on. Um, but yeah, and then... In like 2001, I was still watching it. And I remember, you know, back in the day, every episode was good. And then in like 2001, half the episodes would be good. And then soon after, one out of four would be good. And then it was down to like the first five minutes of the episode, the like cold open would be good. But then once they actually got on the plot, it would be awful. And I just couldn't deal with it. I stopped watching. And... Uh, Amazing it's still on. And, uh, you know, I, I loved Futurama, too. And, um, you know, they, they run out of gas. All the Futurama, uh, Family Guy, and uh, South Park. At their peak, I adored all of them. Uh, Futurama, I, the original run was all great. And then I was so excited when it was got renewed or brought back after getting canceled. And I liked the, they did, a, I think, three movies, three uh, hour-long to DVD movies. The first one I liked. The next two I didn't love. And then I watched all of the, uh, what do they do, one or two seasons of... The revival, and uh, I just didn't like it as much. And it's not that I'm older, because I can still watch the original episodes and still love it. So, you know, it's got to be tough. You lose writers that don't come back, and then tough to get back in the groove of things. Um, South Park. South Park in, like, uh, season three, four, five, six... It was great, um, but yeah, I've tried watching and just doesn't do it for me anymore. And again, same thing. Uh, show me the Scott Tenneman episode and I, I can watch that all day. Um, 
and then Family Guy. Uh, I loved the original run. I liked the first couple seasons when it came back. Uh, But Modern Family Guy is... And that's what's so remarkable about King of the Hill. King of the Hill is solid from episode one to the final episode. And they went on 11 seasons. Uh, I think. Maybe it was nine or ten. But... uh, all those sh- all animated shows take a while to find their groove. Like if you listen to the voice acting for Homer in season one, it's bizarre. Who wants some chocolate frosty milkshake? Dumb. And same thing with King of the Hill. Everybody sounded a little bit off. Um, characterizations took a while to figure out, but still, the pilot of King of the Hill way better than the pilot of um, uh, Simpsons. Simpsons pilot was uh, where they find Santa's little helper. Um, Futurama had a strong pilot. Uh, South Park did too. And, and Family Guy as well. Uh, but King of the Hill never dipped in quality. It had a great finale. And uh, I am very fond of that show. Um, if you haven't watched, and it's funny when it first debuted in '97, I think, it, you know, I was a freshman in high school, and I was like, eh, because I, I was a sort of fan of Beavis and Butthead, and I knew this was by the creator of it, and uh, so I watched the pilot and first few episodes, but didn't really catch me, and uh, I didn't watch a ton of it. Uh, when it originally aired. I don't know when I became a really big fan of it. Um, might have been in reruns of... on, uh, like, Adult Swim. Um, but by the time the series ended, which would have been in, like, what, 08, 09? Um, I, I was a big fan. And, um, yeah... And it's disappeared. You can't buy it digitally on any platform. It's on Hulu, but you can't purchase it, which is weird. Uh, Animaniacs is back. That was a formative show uh, in my youth. Um, I remember my 11th birthday. I was having a sleepover with some friends. I was watching Animaniacs, and I stepped on a toothpick that was in my rug, and that was traumatic. Uh, but yeah, a big fan of Animaniacs and it's back. And uh, that's been cool to watch with James. I think we've watched five episodes and uh, he's into it. <coughs> um, a little bit of a bummer that some of the side characters aren't there, but they explained it in one of the recent episodes. <laughs> and uh, they got Pinky in the brain. And uh, so that's worth checking out if you were ever a fan of the original. Um, yeah, Animaniacs. And anything else? Um, Christmas right around the corner. I'm going to try and get James to write his letter to Santa tomorrow. 
he wants a jumbo jet toy. I got him one. It's a little seven or eight incher off of Amazon. He wants an ocean liner. Ocean liner is different than a cruise ship. It has smokestacks and a sharper bow. He wants a Titanic. I got off of eBay a die-cast Titanic, but the you know little pieces on top are plastic, so I think it's a little too flimsy for him. But I'm going to give it to him still, and just like, you got to take good care of this. And then I found him on Amazon for 6 bucks a metal Titanic pencil sharpener that's like 5 inches, 6 inches long. I'm like, oh, that's pretty solid. Even the masts are, the crow's nests are metal. And it, it's all gold, um, so he probably won't like that. But you know what? You could be rougher with this one. He wants a sailboat. Now, you don't really make toy sailboats. Uh, you know, they make toy sailboats that you can sail in water that have big keels that go underneath the water, but I don't think that's what he wants. He wants one that he can... <sighs> just float in the bathtub or play with on the floor they don't really make toy sailboats so don't know what we're going to do about that um he wants a sperm whale because he's got his two orcas his blue whale and his gray whale he wants a sperm whale you don't make stuffed sperm whales there are hard plastic replica sperm whales but he wants a stuffed one that can be part of his pod so I got him Bailey from Finding Dory apparently that's a beluga but I'm going to say it's a sperm whale um, what else is on his list I think that's pretty much it um, I don't know what I want at first I wanted We've got the bias TV lights that go behind your TV and they illuminate the wall. Um, and I've got a, a set that I can control with my phone to make them different colors. They're cool. Um, the same company that makes these makes a $60 version. that has a camera that looks at the screen and it changes the colors based off of the screen. And it, like if the left side is red and the right side is blue, then the lights adjust accordingly. And I've wanted them for a couple of years, but uh, wasn't willing to spend that money on something so frivolous, but for Christmas, why not? But after reading several reviews, and um, I've seen a review video where it really does work. It was a guy with a little color testing pinwheel type thing on his TV and yeah you see the lights on the back of the wall adjusting um, but there were enough people saying eh, everything's always kind of just purple hi you ready for me uh, we're gonna brush teeth soon. okay I'm just podcasting you get okay you what? podcasting so oh. Uh, yeah, the reviews are like, everything's just kind of a shade of purple. It doesn't really do it, and it's kind of annoying. And then sister-in-law says, yeah, that sounds annoying. And 
So I think I want to skip that. And I, I can see how that would be annoying. So I have no idea. Last year, for we do a secret Santa with the, the Heidi family. Because she has four sisters and $100 limit. So last year I put a printer on, an air print capable printer. Something practical. I don't really enjoy practical gifts. Um, but yeah, no idea what I would ask for. Maybe a new diffuser. I like the essential oil diffusers with some orange essential oil. Make the house smell nice. And the one we got is, yeah. So what's on your Christmas list? What do you want? Uh, oh, my Apple Watch. That has been giving me trouble. Uh, I've been dealing with Apple support for 10 weeks now. And I talked to uh, three different senior advisors. And they say, oh, yeah, well, we'll talk to the engineers. And then they go dark and they ghost me. Get another one, same thing. So the third one that I've been talking to was like, uh, well, there's... She wasn't giving me an answer, so I'm like, it's under warranty. I want to exercise that warranty. Get me a new watch or get me a refund. It's not working right. And she's like, well, you should go to the Apple store. They might give you a new watch right then and there. Fine, make me an appointment. She made me an appointment for Black Friday at 5.30 p.m. And, okay, you know, it's COVID, and I have an appointment, so it's not like there's going to be... 80 people hanging out in the store. I should be able to walk right in and get my appointment and then get out. The mall shouldn't be that crowded. And I'm blind. It's not like I'm going to be driving there and having to fight for parking. I'll get dropped off by somebody and then get picked up. Um, but I still haven't gotten an answer whether is this all of this series watch or is this is my watch. The two big problems are if I push the button or do Siri and say send a text, she is supposed to, and my friends who have Series 3 watches say, she says, Who do you want to text? Then you dictate. And she says, Okay, I'll send it. Um, mine doesn't. It gives me visual feedback, which I can't read. So many times I've been like, hey, text Heidi. And then I think it says, who do you want to text? But I can't read it. And it's really saying, well, just a second. Or can you repeat that? And then I dictate and then nothing. I need that or audible feedback. And nobody can give me an answer. And uh, the other problem is... Um, the control center... I, if I swipe up, that should bring up the control center and I can turn off noises or put it under water mode and that stops working randomly. Uh, last week it happened like six or seven times. And um, uh, Heidi's, I got her a watch SE. And uh, it has the same problems. That's obviously a software issue for Watch OS 7, whatever. Um, but fix my gosh darn watch. So that'll be an adventure. 
All right, well, I'm going to go say goodnight to James. Cade's asleep. Wish me luck. I'm very nervous about tonight. So, happy Thanksgiving, and I will see you guys soon. Mm-hmm.